mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, dear students, and welcome to yet another episode of You, Me, and Words. I'm your host, Teacher Sam, and this is episode number 185. Just in case someone is listening to this English teaching podcast for the very first time, let me introduce myself very quickly here. My name is Samra. Most students call me Samra. Sam, teacher Sam. I was born in Montenegro, former Yugoslavia. I am Albanian by nationality, but uh, I grew up in Sweden. I am recording this podcast from Los Angeles, California, because I live here. I have lived here for many, many years. I am a professional language coach. I am the founder of an online English teaching school called Maverick Lingo, but I am also the founder and the host of this wonderful English teaching podcast called You, Me, and Words. Now, if you are listening to this podcast for the very first time, you might be asking yourself, why? Why should I listen to this podcast and how can it benefit me? If you are someone who wants to learn English or if you are someone who is simply looking to practice or improve your English, this podcast is perfect for you. I release two new podcast episodes per week on Mondays and on Tuesdays. In every episode, we focus on a specific story and through that story, we practice our English. In every single episode, we discover new words, we practice the pronunciation, and our understanding of these words. Please, please remember that this is episode 185, which means what? It means that if you are new here, there are 184 other episodes that you haven't listened to yet. I hope that you do eventually. I mean, please join this wonderful community of English learners where we support each other. We push each other. We root for each other. So yeah, welcome to you, me, and words, new listeners. Welcome, new students. I am very happy to have you here. I don't even know how to start today's podcast episode. Honestly, it's possible that I'll suddenly start singing a Maluma song in the middle of the podcast episode, like Hawaii de vacaciones, mis felicitaciones. 
Remember that in episode number 183, I told you that I was going to a Maluma concert for the third time. Well, I went last Saturday, almost a week ago. And honest to God, it was magical. Guys, I had a blast. Here we go with our very first new expression for today. I had a blast. Whenever you tell someone that you had a blast, it simply means that you had a great time. So, I had a blast. The whole vibe of the concert was simply amazing. As I told you in episode 183, I went to the concert with my cousin, who is also one of my best friends. You know what, guys? I realized that you can't go to Maluma's concert with just anyone. It truly has to be someone who loves his music just as much as you do. Someone who knows every song by heart. Now you say, wait. Wait a minute. What does by heart mean? It means that you know every song without having to read the text. You have memorized the whole song. You know the words. Honestly, I would say that was one of the best parts about the concert. Anticipating the next song, meaning expecting the next song only to see if it's going to be your song, you know, your favorite song. My cousin and I had so many of those moments during the concert. For example, when we heard the words Deja de mentirte or Once de la noche todavía no contesta. Oh my gosh. The whole crowd went crazy. I mean, we went crazy. Also, our seats were amazing. We were pretty close to the stage, but also at the same time, isolated from the whole crowd, which I really liked because then I could dance as much as I wanted to dance. Good time you guys good times all I can say is I can't wait for Maluma 2024 by the way did you notice that I used the word crowd a lot here well a large group of people is a crowd being at a concert is an excellent example of the word crowd because obviously you don't go by yourself to the concert. There is a whole crowd out there who is also present, sings and dances just like you. See, that's a crowd. At this point, you're probably wondering, is this what today's podcast episode is going to be about? Teacher Sam's concert observations? No, no, not at all. I just had to say a few words about the concert. I mean, come on now, you guys, you know I had to say something about it. But in all seriousness, if you remember the other day on Instagram, I asked you guys what you would like the next episode to be about. And I got a message from one of our listeners named Romulo, who asked me to talk about specific 
specific cultures. To be honest, I thought that was an excellent idea. I mean, I just went to Maluma's concert. Me, a woman who was born in Eastern Europe, more specifically, a small village called Shipchanik in a beautiful country called Montenegro. Our official language is the Montenegrin language or Serbo-Croatian as it's also called. People in my country don't speak Spanish. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure there are people who speak Spanish in Montenegro. Obviously, there are people who speak Spanish in Montenegro, but what I am trying to say is it's not our official language. It's not a language we grew up speaking, yet there I was with my cousin who is also from Montenegro originally and we were having an absolute blast listening to Spanish music. That sort of raises this question of how did we get into the Spanish language to begin with? Why are we both so attracted to the Spanish language but also the Latino culture? The answer is very simple for me because it's quite similar to the culture of our home country of Montenegro. Allow me to explain, please. First of all, we are not going to generalize here. What does it mean to generalize? It means to make a very broad judgment about something or someone. Imagine if I said something like this. Everyone in Brazil loves samba. Of course, that's not true. If I said that, I would be generalizing. I would be making a very broad statement about the population in Brazil, claiming that everyone loves samba. Do you see what I mean? So I don't want to generalize here and say that every single aspect of the Latino culture is exactly the same as every single aspect of the Montenegrin culture. Of course not. But I truly think that we have some key elements in common. For example, most Latino people that I have gotten to know are very hospitable. Here is another excellent adjective, hospitable. When people are hospitable, they are welcoming. They are welcoming or friendly to guests and strangers. I can't tell you how many Latino homes I've been to here in Los Angeles where I felt 100% like I was at my own family's home. A super warm and hospitable vibe. Most Latino people that I know in LA are from Mexico, but I also know some people who are originally from Venezuela, Colombia, Guatemala, and El Salvador. Very friendly and hospitable people. Another thing Thing that we have in common is this sense of being family oriented. Here is another excellent adjective that you guys should learn and use 
to be family oriented. If you are family oriented, your family is your priority. In other words, your family is very important to you. In my experience, the Latino community is very family oriented. People from my country are also very family oriented. Family is very important to us. So now, so far, we have these words, hospitable and family oriented. Pronounce them with me here again, hospitable and family oriented. One more thing that I've observed when it comes to the Latino community is that people are very hardworking. Most of the Latinos that I have met are very hardworking people. They are hustlers, as we'd say in English. Perhaps the word hustlers has a bit of slang in it. Slang in Portuguese means gíria and in Spanish it means herga. So perhaps the word hustlers has a bit of slang in it, but what it means is people who work hard, people who are willing to take any job, regardless if it's difficult or easy, so that they can earn money. There are so many more things that I could say about these distinct cultural similarities that my home country shares with the Latino community, but I will limit it to these three key elements here for now. Hospitality, being family oriented and being a hard worker, a hustler. And outside of those three key elements, there is also the Spanish language for me personally that just makes every conversation so precious and special. It's truly as if I gain access to the world of Spanish speakers in a sense that's so unique. It feels as if I am able to view the world from their perspective, which I am genuinely so deeply grateful for. I'll leave you guys here with today's episode. As always, I'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, with yet another podcast episode. And in it, I'd like to share with you a very, very specific story in reference to my connection to the Latino community, which to this day touches my heart. Please don't miss it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thank you.